welcome aboard Bus One. We're on our way to Kennebunkport, Maine, and we've got some time to kill, so let's play some trivia. Contestants, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Logan. Hi, I'm Cameron. Yeah! Hi, I'm Alec. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! We'll go over the rules here for any first-time listeners. We're going to do three levels of five questions each. Level one, the correct answers are worth one point. Level two, correct answers are worth two points. And level three, correct answers are worth, you guessed it, three points. So we're going to have everybody buzz in for the questions. Is everybody ready in that regard? I am. To buzz in. I am ready. All right. I am. All right. No Googling. And remember, the, don't forget the uh, challenge rule. So to refresh everybody's minds on what that is, once per game, the host will give a fake answer to one of their questions. And every player will have one opportunity to challenge what the host reveals as the correct answer. If the player correctly guesses which is the fake answer, they are awarded three points. If they incorrectly challenge a true answer, they lose three points. Multiple players may challenge the same question. I have an official bone to pick. Okay. Before we even get to question <laughs> one, we're going to have a... That sounded so gross. Meeting on air. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. It bothered me on the Pi Day episode that Joe took away points for someone who got the answer, quote unquote, correct to the challenge question. He's like, no, I'm taking those points away. You didn't have to do the ad sign. <laughs> I know I didn't, but... I just it's, didn't like it. It's up to your discretion, okay, Sam. So, we are all at your yeah, mercy. I will decide that when we get there. I do want to say that there are some true or false questions. And for those, we're not going to buzz in. We're just going to have someone shout it out. But I'm adding a rule that if you get the true or false question wrong, then you lose the corresponding amount of points because oh it's 50-50 oh shot. So. That, that makes sense to me. It's like the SATs. Question <laughs> one. Everybody ready? Round one. Question. Wait, what's the topic? Oh, I forgot about the topic. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the topic. All right, the topic is... Wait, wait. What? It would be funny if we just tried to guess based off the questions you started asking. Well, Cameron, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say you would immediately guess it. Because Damn the it. topic is Seinfeld. Oh, no. Oh, oh this no. is not good. I have Sam. never seen Seinfeld. Sam, you know oh, I don't know no. anything okay. about Seinfeld. The I only know one thing about Seinfeld, and it has to do with Nazis. The questions do not pertain to what happens in Seinfeld, so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. figure it out. what ties them all together. <laughs> yeah, it's the ring that binds them. <laughs> all right. I'm so confused. <laughs> everyone was like, oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh, so okay like is everyone ready episodes. for round one, question one? Yeah. About Seinfeld. In season one, episode three, The Robbery. Jerry's apartment is robbed after Kramer leaves his door open overnight. Approximately, what percentage of burglaries went unsolved in the United States in 2020? For this one, I'll give you a 5% area. You have to do it within 5% in either direction. Oh, jeez. And that will be counted as correct. All right. Okay. In 2020? Cameron, what is your answer? I'm going... 92% of burglaries in the United States were wow. not solved. In 2020. That's so high. Ooh, that is indirect. <laughs> oh, I'm glad Cameron answered first because I didn't hear that we were supposed to give a percentage. I was about to just say like a number. <laughs> a number. <laughs> I, I'll repeat the question. What percentage of burglaries went unsolved gotcha. in the United States in 2020? Okay, that's a little easier. I'll guess... 69%. Dang it, Alec. I'll go 
I'll go. Well, no, never mind. Why don't you tell him if he's right or not? No, correct. I am. That is, no, incorrect. I said. Oh, frick. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, you are incorrect. <laughs> Yay! Uh, are we doing? Are we doing closest wins, or are we doing within five percent? Uh, within five percent. But if uh, j- just go with your answer, because you're the last person, so it doesn't matter. Seventy-five percent. All right. Well, none of was you were within 5%. Cameron, you was were it? the closest. The correct answer is 86%. Oh, and wow. you said 92%. So you were, you were very one close. Away. My you first guess was 90. Away. <laughs> My first guess was 90, and then I was like, you know what? It's probably going to be higher. I could play the odds by getting like up into the high 90s, but still get 80s, uh, high 80s. But that mm-hmm. just didn't work in my favor. <laughs> All right. That is a disappointing so no, statistic. No points were awarded I'm on the first I'm just glad question. I was on the right side of 50%, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was definitely like, going to say something lower until both of you guessed higher. I'm like, oh, maybe I don't want to look dumb. It's almost like the police aren't <laughs> that great at solving or preventing crime. Let's get well, political. A burglary? What are you going to do? <laughs> Someone just okay. comes and like okay. steals something. What are you Moving supposed to do? Moving on. <laughs> question ra- qu- round one. Question two. In the famous season two episode at the Chinese restaurant, Jerry and George offer a hungry Elaine fifty dollars if she walks up to a random table, eats an egg roll, says nothing, and leaves. In what year was the first publication of a recipe for an egg roll? Nineteen fifty-six. That is incorrect. Mm. Darn. I'm going 1946. That is also incorrect. I'm going 1895. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to decide that... uh, Wait, Alec, what was your answer again? I said 1956. And you said 1946, Logan? Correct. And you said 1895. Okay, I'm going to actually give a point to Logan. He was the closest. Yes! Damn. A man named Henry Lowe included an egg roll recipe in his 1938 book, Cook at Home in Chinese. Uh, before that, egg rolls were popularized in New York City at Wait. Chinese-American restaurants. Yeah, I, I, that's or, or why American I think Chinese we all figured it. Was this question later. just in America? Yeah, I was going to ask. Uh, egg rolls are uh, like an American like Chinese yeah, that's thing. Yeah, like, de- that's why I guessed That's why I said so late, is because I assumed or, it was not yeah. a traditional. Yeah, Agreed. Yeah, Spring rolls uh, come from more traditional cuisine. Mm. Yeah. Can I ask a follow-up? Go ahead. Um, the title of the book was, can uh, you repeat it? Cook at Home in Chinese. Was the book in Chinese? I do not think so. I think the, the title of the book is done. Cook at Home in Chinese. No, no. The cooking is done in Chinese. Like, it's a, you learn Chinese <laughs> When you're cooking, cuisine. it's in Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, I'm not. It's the dots aren't connected. It's Chinese food. Cameron. You don't, you don't fry it in English. You fry it in Chinese for the flavor. This is all the information that I Hope have. This helps. So. <laughs> Hope this helps. All right, moving on. Question ra- round one. <laughs> Question round. <laughs> round one. Question three. In season three, episode seventeen, the boyfriend. Elaine begins dating former baseball player Keith Hernandez. In 1986, Hernandez played with what team, dominating the regular MLB season, but only narrowly winning the World Series following a dramatic come-from-behind win in Game 6? That's what? I, I should get to go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go uh, with the New York Yankees. Uh, you are incorrect. 
darn. It's the Mets, baby! It's the Mets, baby! <laughs> Alec! One point to Alec. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> the the other New York team! <laughs> there you go. All right. Ugh. Cameron, do you have a... Oh, never mind. Do you have a guess? All right. All right, moving on. Cameron, you can just say a baseball team if you want. <laughs> um, <laughs> Name a baseball the, team, Cameron. The, zero uh, Name a bar- the Bethlehem Iron Pigs. Mm, yum. I think that's They may wrong. be the Allentown Iron Pigs. Actually. All right. <laughs> Round one, question four. <laughs> In season question four? Yeah. <laughs> Round one, question four. <laughs> Sorry. I challenge that. <laughs> In season four. Challenging the existence of the Mets. <laughs> In season four, episode seven. The Bubble Boy. Jerry and George agree to visit a young man who is required to live behind a plastic divider. Due to an argument stemming from a game of Trivial Pursuit, George ends up puncturing this divider. What is the name of the disease that has historically required people to live in a, quote, plastic bubble? Okay. I think the answer is leprosy. Ooh. Very biblical. No. Okay, my guess is tuberculosis. Dang it! I think that's what I think. Oh, never mind. I have another guess. <laughs> <laughs> Say tuberculosis again. Um, <laughs> can I name another disease? <laughs> Logan, come on, dude. Did you say it? You haven't said a disease, did you? <laughs> oh, no, I have not. It's whatever E.T. had. <laughs> Just say the your finger. answer. Man, I, I am pretty sure it was tuberculosis, but... Uh, no. I, I don't know. Okay, I guess <laughs> the, again. The, no. the flu. Severe combined immunodeficiency is the name of the disease. It's not that they have a disease that they're trying to prevent people from spreading. They can't get sick. That's why they have to live in a plastic bubble. My second answer was going to be the Except it's not actually like a bubble. I was going to say AIDS, which is like kind of a long time. I think if you had said the words immunodeficiency, I would have given it to you. But all of you thought it was a contagious disease. Hmm. That's a good point. It's a protective bubble. Yeah, it is a protective bubble. When you said bubble, I kind of imagined those big ones that people run around in in like parks. No, it's not like that. (laughs) They should get everybody who's sick, though. They'd have a lot more fun. That would be cool. There was a bar um, during COVID. Well, during COVID, like it's over. But um, they they were only outdoors, but they had little uh, like inflatable tubes that you could wear. And they would like put them on your shoulders so no one could get within like 12 feet of one another because of how large the tubes were. But you could still go outside and talk to everyone. How'd you drink? (laughs) Huge straws. They throw it at you. I mean, I'm assuming there was a way for people to get their drinks. Maybe like one of those like uh, dino grabbers. Uh, Oh, yeah. Those are so... I always like wanted one of those when I visited the Children's Museum. Oh, heck yeah, So, fun fact... The reason I was thinking of the dino grabbers is because I got really drunk a couple Fridays ago and I woke up and um, looked at my Amazon cart and there were a couple things in it, one of which was not a dino grabber, but um, (laughs) Sunday morning. I'm glad there weren't two dino grabbers in your Amazon (laughs) cart. Sunday Sunday morning, (laughs) the the UPS driver dropped off a... Dino grabber sized box on my front porch, <laughs> and inside was in fact a battery operated dino grabber. So when you click it, it roars. That's amazing. Is it a T Rex? It is a T Rex. Basic. Should have got it's the a Triceratops. T- it's a skull T Rex, though. It's pretty cool. All right. But the, I- 
no. the other. Oh, okay. Oh no, I thought I you was were gonna, done. No, but go ahead. Go I ahead. was going to talk about the other items in my cart. Um, what else have you bought on Amazon this year, Cameron? Yeah, right before the last <laughs> no, question gonna, of this round here, I was going to talk about the other crazy things that showed up in my cart. There was uh, a machete. Yeah, no, no, who put them in no. there? Who, who put them there? Who put these in my cart? No, no it was me. <laughs> I am admitting kid. that when I was drunk, I did this. I just don't remember doing it. Um, there was a machete, uh, two gallons of 99% isopropyl alcohol, some acetone, <laughs> um, you and hockey You probably tape. stop. Tell Are you us. trying to, like, dissolve a body? <laughs> uh, no. So the isopropyl alcohol and the acetone are both from Just in case, uh, you know, anything pops up and, and I need to explain where any of these printers. items came from. Uh, this is my, this is for my 3D Dino printers. For your 3D printer, too. <laughs> No, yeah. And the machete was because I need to do some yard work. But. Yeah, yeah. You did a machete for that. All <laughs> you right. need to do yard work with the round machete. Round one. <laughs> yeah, it's like clearing brush. See, round one, question five. In season five, episode 13, The Dinner Party, George insists that people would be more pleased with a gift of ring dings and Pepsi rather than expensive cake and wine. Ring dings produced by Drake's are often compared to what hostess brand product? That that would be ho hos. That is incorrect. Ring dings okay. gives me ding dong oh. vibes. Ding yeah, dong is correct. That. Yes. Damn. Sorry, Cameron. I know you're from the East Coast, so you got Drake's over oh. there. You got the ring dings. I don't got ring dings. You don't got ring dings over there. I don't know what the fuck a ring ding is. Yeah, but maybe they don't. I don't, don't even know if they make <laughs> ring dings anymore. You got ring dings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what what are everybody's totals for the end of round one? One, two. Yeah, big fat fucking zilch. <laughs> Zero for Cameron. All right. Close I, I, every episode I've. Uh, been a contestant on so far has ended round one with me with zero points i think that's true nice um and i i, I think i came back on the moon episode in like end of round two beginning around three uh does anyone else have any interesting uh mysterious amazon purchases that they'd like to report mm. on anybody else no. <laughs> no. anything just pop up in that car oh no no, no only only camera all right uh, there were all legitimate reasons why I would buy those things. I don't think I've ever drunk ordered anything online. Surely as much as there's talk about that. Whatever yard work you needed, surely there's an item better that can do so it than a machine. The only thing why... I've ever drunk ordered is food. And I, I mean I've done that. And a lot. and drinks. Oh well so, thank you, Logan. <laughs> the reason I need a machete is because Uber. it's like a really thick like bramble brush that's like really tall. And I don't want to stick my arms in there. So I figured it would make more sense to like use a garden machete to just like chop it all away. Can't you get like hedge trimmers? That takes long. You can you can lop down a whole like, you know, couple square feet with a machete. You just want to pretend you're in the jungle, I think. You just want to pretend like you're Clayton from Tarzan. Weird. Which don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come I, on, Logan. No. <laughs> Is Clayton the buff guy or the old guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's the buff guy with the double okay. barrel shotgun oh yeah yeah i want to be him okay <laughs> i was thinking of um yeah um, uh, the father no i was thinking of uh rosie o'donnell's character i was gonna say roseanne Barr. i knew i was incorrect no rosie o'donnell plays um the far superior rosie o'donnell uh, jane no it's like tarzan is... no, no the monkey the, Turk she's Turk. a monkey Turk. Oh yeah. yeah, he's like Turk or uh, isn't Tank that what it is? Something. Yeah, Turk. Tank. I think it's Turk. Tank. Tank. Sounds like. 
Do I get a point? Right. Tank the gorilla. <laughs> I'll tank the. There's definitely a. There's a bear named Tank. That was in the news. What's the elephant's name? <laughs> oh yeah, his name. Um, might enter. The, uh, the elephant's name is. They're like buddies. Dumbo or something. That's no. it. Yeah, it's Dumbo. <laughs> yeah. Yep, it's Dumbo. Moving on. Okay, so are we moving on to round two then? Yeah. We can keep talking about that elephant from Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's right on the tip of my tongue, too. All right. Turpentine. Well, if you think about it, uh, shout it out later, all right? Okay, so moving on to round two, all of the questions are now worth two points. Ooh. That's exciting. Wow. All right. Whoa. Ooh. Round two, question one. Tantar. That's Tantar. It. That's it. <laughs> Tantar. <laughs> oh. All right, back to business, everybody. All right, quit fooling around. <clears throat> Sorry, I, I knew it sounded like tartar. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's. It, in season five... When's our Tantar episode coming? Oh Question one of round two. In season five, episode 20, The Fire. A fire breaks out at George's girlfriend's son's birthday party. The fire is extinguished by Eric the Clown with his big shoe. Eric is played by MCU star John Favreau. Favreau made his film debut alongside Sean Astin in what 1993 movie? Oh, shoot. I know it. But I don't. Sean Astin. Oh no! I think I was not You're thinking first, of the Cam. right. Well, Cameron, I don't think first, I was yeah. thinking of the right Sean. I was thinking of the guy from Shaun of the Dead. That is not Sean well, Astin. His name is, is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. That Sean Astin is Samwise Gamgee. Yeah. Uh, you mean Logan? Guys, Wham I I do look shockingly like. All right, Samwise Cameron. What is your question? What is your 1993? answer? Ninety-three. Nineteen John Favreau made his film debut. Sean Astin and John Favreau. He was an act. Can I ask a clarifying question? He was on screen. He did not direct this movie. He correct? was in this movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the big fat liar <laughs> with Frankie Muniz and Paul Giamatti. <laughs> no way. That movie came out in 1993, man. It's like 2006, probably. <laughs> yeah, they definitely had cell phones like and GPS in that movie. All right. I stand Who's by next? my answer. That's wrong. Okay, I can definitely picture it in my in my mind. He wears a wife beater like the whole movie, and oh gosh, I don't. I honestly have no idea if that's true. <laughs> I've never seen this <laughs> I've, movie. I've like seen footage of this movie, but I haven't seen the movie. Uh, Simon Pegg. I don't know. I don't think I can just make head. up a title. But when I hear, you don't it, have to like, make one up. Ah. It's a real movie. Um, Say big fat liar again. Uh. John Favreau's Big Adventure. <laughs> uh, incorrect. Logan, you have a big fat lying adventure. So did he make his film debut alongside Sean Astin? Sean uh, Astin was in movies before that, yes? Uh, I think so, yeah. I'm Sean not Astin 100% was in The sure. Goonies, which yeah, was, yeah. I think, mid-late 80s. So Yeah, yeah. It was not uh, Sean Astin's film debut. Sorry, I shouldn't have said Claire worded it quite like he that. He was also in right. Rudy. He was. He was, he was Rudy. Rudy. <clears throat> um, <gasps> Rudy. 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 It was an Ice Age R- Dawn of the Dinosaurs reference for you guys. <laughs> the That's your answer, Logan. He said it. <laughs> Logan no, just said Ice no, Age Dawn I'm, of the I'm, Dinosaurs. I'm going to guess it, it's a Goonies sequel. It's the Goonies 
the Goonies new adventure, Goonies 4. No. Goonies the breakfast. You club. are incorrect. The correct answer is, you're not going to believe it, Rudy. No, I was about really? to say it was yeah, Rudy. Rudy. Rudy's the answer. Damn Someone goes, said Rudy. Rudy. So I was like, immediately Rudy. before Logan's I about to answer. I guess Rudy. <laughs> Damn it. That's so funny. I, I, oh my <laughs> God. Is he one of the believe. players? I don't, I don't know. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> okay, I've seen Rudy. I'm definitely thinking of a different movie. <laughs> like he plays D-Bob. D-Bob been going. He's like, the, Bryce, he's like his Bryce best buddy. Bryce would be so player. mad at us right now. Yeah, good thing Bryce isn't here. Uh, that movie was also Vince Vaughn's uh, film debut. Really? Jeez. Yeah, I think he had a much smaller part, though. I like Vince Vaughn. All right, round two, question two. In season six, episode three, The Pledge Drive, Jerry and the others volunteer at a PBS call-in pledge drive. PBS's coverage of what event in 1973 rose it to national prominence? The event to national prominence or PBS? PBS. Um, I am going to guess the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. No, that's not correct. <laughs> I um, said I would guess. I think I'm going to let down my uh, history professor, but I'm going to say Woodstock. No, that's incorrect. No, that was 68. Oh, 68? I told you I was going to let someone yeah. down. Or 69, <clears throat> one of those. I thought it was 69. <laughs> that was the no, no. summer of love, but um, I might be wrong. One of those hippie so, years. It was not Woodstock. It was not Woodstock. No. Is it? Is it something to do with space? Uh, I'm not going to answer that question. We didn't, no hints. Didn't we never hint. established hints. So. I should, I should Sam, for two points, to do with answer this right, question. Well, my final answer is something to do with space. Uh, no, the Watergate proceedings. Ah, ah, damn. I knew it was going to be something. I'm glad Watergate. John isn't here. Watergate. <laughs> Fucking Nixon. All right, moving on. Round two, question three. In season six, episode 24, The Understudy, Jerry and George are accused by Kramer and others of deliberately injuring singer Bette Midler during a softball game after George collides into her as she is trying to get him out at home plate. This is one of the true or false questions. So when I read the actual question portion, just shout out true or false, whoever. But remember... You could lose two points. Oh, no. All right. True or false? It is against the rules in Major League Baseball for the catcher to block the runner's path to home base before the catcher has possession of the ball. Anybody? Sam, that is true. That should be true, but I feel like it wouldn't be a trivia question unless it was counterintuitive. It it is against the rules in Major League Baseball for the catcher to block the path to home base before he has possession of the ball. I feel like it should be true. I remember learning in Little League that you should just like run into the catcher if they're in your way, which makes me think that they're allowed to be in your way. All right. So what's your answer? (laughs) I abstain. Okay. (laughs) It is... True. Wait, hold on. No! Oh. <laughs> Wait, hold yeah, on. You, did you say true, Logan? You said true, right? Uh, sure. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, I I, I said it should be true. Oh, did you not answer? <laughs> Cameron definitely said true. You said yeah, the word not... true, and so in my mind, you answered. You can't, like, a catcher just can't go run up in front of someone running down the base pass without the ball and go, you know, bleh, bleh, bleh. Uh, it was never. It was they only in 2014 that, that it was 
that was established as a rule. It was before that. It was always very controversial. Uh, it was it was more mm. of like a taste by taste thing. But so you're telling me the pitcher could get the ball, start running towards home, and I, as the catcher, could just go stand in the way before 2014. Okay, well, the pitcher. You mean? Why did you say that? Like, no, it's like if the yeah, ball say is it's hit. coming in from the outfield. Okay, and it's not making it to me, the catcher. The pitcher could get it run to home while I just get in the way of the runner? No. Before 2014. See, I stopped playing baseball before 2014, so... <laughs> the pitcher would never why. run to home base like that. It's just like, I don't know. The situation you're describing is well, not possible. Doesn't. It's like when so the catcher is waiting to catch it. It's like, like when Sometimes the, they would stand out in the lane of the, the Yeah, Yeah, runner. exactly. Exactly. When they're waiting to catch it. They would stand like a tiny bit on home base and then as far out and in the way of the runner as possible to prevent the runner right. from getting to home base. It like forces You weren't allowed to, to run out like think about it. up in front of the die. What? I was just clarifying. Okay, that's okay. But you could effectively just stand in front of home plate. Well, I didn't Wild. lose my two points and that's all I care about. <laughs> I didn't want to have zero. <laughs> all right, moving on. Round two, question four, I think. In Season 7, Episode 3, The Maestro, Jerry is incredulous when the director of the Policeman's Benevolent Association Orchestra tells him there are no houses available for rent in the entirety of the Italian region of Tuscany. Tuscany is most often associated with which historical period? Sam, that would be the Renaissance. That is correct. Mm. Ding dong, ding dong, ding. That's what I'm gonna. Do. That's the sound. Now, halfway through the episode, <laughs> I'll grab that. <laughs> the recording of Sam saying ding dong, ding dong, ding. Ding dong, ding dong. Not, <laughs> not an actual ding dong, ding dong. Ding. <laughs> that was a. That was an easy one. Good job, Cameron. Nice job. Thanks. Kind of right away. All right, moving on to the final question of round two. The other answer about Tuscany could have been olive oil. <laughs> That is not okay. what time period is Tuscany known for? All of it. All of it. Correct. Ding dong, ding dong, ding. Round two, question five. In season seven, episode 19, The Wigmaster, George's fiancee, Susan, invites her friend who works as the Wigmaster for the production of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat on Broadway to stay with them for a while. Who starred in the titular role in the film version of this musical? Oh no, oh no, oh no. Come on, Cameron. So many questions that if it wasn't us. Oh, Logan, you better not get it. I'm not going to get it. Uh, Brad Pitt. <laughs> no, Sam, the answer is Donny Osmond. The, that is correct, Cameron. Ding dong, ding oh, dong, ding. No, Cameron, you're getting so many. <laughs> I told you I come I come to life at the end of round two, baby. You can't ask me any questions about musicals and expect yeah, me Yeah, me neither. The yeah, only sorry. reason I know that is because I used to religiously watch Andrew Lloyd Webber's 20th anniversary special with my parents. That's amazing. And Donny Osmond plays Joseph in that special yeah i think he did it a number of times so you're like the only reason i know this is because i'm really obsessed with musicals and always have been <laughs> no i'm not i'm not as obsessed as most people i think think i am with musicals mm. they're not cool. obsessed all right that being said what are, what are uh what are <laughs> everybody's totals here at the end of round two three two six Ooh, Darren. With the no, no more penguins in Madagascar. No, not penguins in Madagascar. <laughs> three, two, one penguins. Did you guys watch three, two, one penguins? <laughs> no. The Bible show featuring penguins that traveled around in a spaceship. Is it animated? Yes. Did that what happen is in the Bible? Animated penguins. Is three, two, one penguins? 
All right. Look no, it up. I've never heard. That's a, are you are you sure you're not talking about the little Einsteins? No, because it, it was biblical. It has like little Bible Einsteins is there. biblical. Yeah, you tell me, little Einsteins can't be biblical. Little Einsteins. Why are you gatekeeping little Einsteins like this? Little Einsteins is about classical music. <laughs> I didn't yeah, even know that. About. I don't know anything. I'm saying like <laughs> I, I didn't you, know that. Either. If you were like in <laughs> Sunday school, sound right. you're you thinking of baby Einstein. You had like Veggie Tales, Bible Man, and Three to One Penguins. <laughs> Wait, excuse me, a Bible Man? Oh, oh my you've gosh. never heard of Bible Man? I saw never a heard Bible about Man? Bible Man. Today. I I didn't watch Bible Man. Do you mean when I was? Do you mean a, Jesus? I no. didn't watch Bible Man when I was a kid. <laughs> the superhero Bible Man. <laughs> I was introduced to Bible Man as an adult by people being like, "Look at this thing I watched when I was a kid." I was introduced to Bible Man for the first time today. Moving on to <laughs> round three. Wait, I was going to do the ad read. Oh, ad read. Make some money. Not me. I did it uh, when I was on before. I've already done one. Who hasn't done one? Cameron. Cameron. Alec, have you done one? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alec, uh, you go ahead. Go ahead and read a word from our sponsor. Hey, folks, are you ever sitting in Sunday school thinking, Jesus is good, but what about someone who believes in Jesus that also has a yellow lightsaber and purple armor? Excuse me. This ad is about Bible Man. Watch Bible Man. Look it up. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> that was convincing. That's what every ad should Bible be. Man. Just look it up. <laughs> look, look it up. up. I'm not going to tell you anything about Wendy's, this. Wendy's, look it up. Baseball, look it up. <laughs> ad for baseball pique their interest <laughs> hey there was a super bowl ad that was just a qr code bouncing yeah, around the, i don't know if you guys the saw crypto, that. that was basically just ad. hey look look up our app <laughs> Do it, it worked yeah, hey, i did it yeah, speaking I did. of I did, yeah. the super bowl and okay, football in general i'd like to go on record <laughs> saying that tom brady is a fucking piece of shit because All he's right. good at football. Yeah, <laughs> because he's good at football. If you're good at football. You're a piece of okay, hot Do you have any opinion. other spicy takes to? Yeah, you just out. want to throw out? Some, no, but I do have. Do a, you want to alienate more listeners? Some guy bought "quote unquote" Tom Brady's last football thrown for a touchdown, and <laughs> he bought it for five hundred thousand dollars, which must be nice to have that amount of money just lying around. It probably went to charity. But since Tom Brady just unretired after literally two months, not even that football is now only worth fifty thousand dollars. Oh well, talk to that about football is actually worth whatever anybody will pay for it, apparently, because Hey, Tom Brady's footballs are you know, it's like it's like crypto. You never know what the yeah. market's gonna do. Yeah. But he's thrown <laughs> so many touchdowns like I don't know why that one, besides it being his last. I think Tom I mean, Brady I think will only have one last touchdown until he decides to not. It was his first yeah, last What touchdown. if he never scores another touchdown? That Damn. is still possible. I like possible. to think Tom Brady, like, what if he dies? was at home sitting on his couch in his, like, fourth mansion in Florida. He's like, guys, this sucks. And he's like, I am so <laughs> bored. Can I play with you guys again? <laughs> no, dude, he, his statement was literally like, I miss not being on the field. To which, like, <laughs> he wouldn't be on the field this time of year anyway. Anyway. This was a negotiating tactic, is is what <laughs> like, he can't say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, sounds I've, like he just wanted kinda, the clout. Like, imagine if you played football from the time you were a kid until you were like forty five. <laughs> like, you literally know how to do nothing else. <laughs> All right, are we ready for round three contestants? Heck yeah, we're ready, baby. All right, round three, question one. In season seven, episode twenty four, the invitations. George inadvertently kills his fiancée, Susan, after picking out wedding invitations, oh God, which have what? toxic glue on the, the envelopes. Yeah, that's, that's, 
that's 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 a that's what happens in the show. Sorry, Seinfeld spoilers, everybody. Jesus Christ! I'm only on season zero. All right, I still need to watch this. All right, this is another true or false. So get ready. Oh, no true or false. In 1895, the New York Times reported that a man named S. Feichmere died after ingesting cyanide by licking toxic envelope glue. Is that true or false? Can you repeat all of that? Maybe. In season seven, episode 24, (laughs) (laughs) the invitation. Welcome to bus one. Inadvertently tells his fiance Susan after fitting out wedding invitations to have toxic glue on the envelopes. True or false? In 1895, the New York Times reported that a man named S. Feichmer died after ingesting cyanide by licking toxic envelope glue. True that they published a story or true that it actually happened? Is that statement that I just said true? <laughs> Cameron, what do you mean? Yeah, why not? It's true. True. Feels like, yeah. Cameron? True. We're in. The answer is true. <laughs> Woo! Look at us go. Ding dong, ding dong, ding. Little do our contestants know that this was the fake answer. Looks like they were fooled this time. Moving on. I definitely remember hearing about like, oh, cyanide in envelopes being a thing. <laughs> when when did the whole like American yellow journalism thing happen? Was that at that time? Uh, we have I no don't, research. I don't come. know. Cameron, <laughs> question. I am I am presenting you with all of the information on these questions that I have. Sam, that seems like something you would know. I'm sure we could doodle it. But anyway. <laughs> It's not loud. <laughs> Moving on, round three, question two. In season eight, episode eight, Kramer's apartment is flooded with red light from a nearby Kenny Rogers Roasters sign. This <laughs> restaurant chain no longer operates in the United States and is now based out of what Asian country? Oh, uh, that's a uh, South Korea. Incorrect. Damn. You know, I. You know, you know, Steve. I'm gonna have to go with. Japan. That is incorrect. Okay, fine. I'm going to go with Vietnam. Vietnam? Yeah. Uh, That is also incorrect. Sam, what was the country? Malaysia. Mm, That's the only country it still is in? (laughs) No, 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 no. no. That's just where it's based out of. Oh, okay. Uh, No, it's in several Asian countries. Common knowledge. I never said we never said these. It had to be common knowledge. I've never heard of that restaurant before. I've never heard of that restaurant. That's because it's out of the United States anymore. (laughs) You know Uh, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to round three, question three. In season eight, episode 16, The Pothole, George accidentally loses a keychain of baseball announcer Phil Rizzuto's head. Rizzuto's voice can be heard in what 1977 song? That would be Paradise by the Dashboard Life by Meatloaf. That is correct, Logan. Who oh, is in fact a real person. <laughs> yes. Meatloaf yeah, is real. <laughs> yes. I can't believe oh, I thought you meant Mitch Phil Rizzuto. Had... Was he the baseball guy? Yeah. I'm imagining nice. so. 
put two and two together there. I was gonna I I was gonna be wrong. I was gonna say put me in coach. We got our monthly meatloaf question. <laughs> meatloaf alert. We're just establishing all of this meatloaf, meatloaf floor <laughs> that doesn't meatloaf, exist meatloaf. just to convince Mitch didn't, that he's real. <laughs> didn't ready for the meatloaf episode. Oh heck yeah. So actually Phil Rizzuto maintained that he did not know that his voice and his uh, announcing of a player running the bases would be used as a euphemism for sets in the song. But Meatloaf says that Rizzuto had that explained to him, and Rizzuto just didn't want to uh, appear that he, he just he just doesn't know what sex is. <laughs> he didn't want to be dirty. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want. He, he, people were like, "Hey, that's naughty, man!" And then he was like, "I don't even <laughs> know. I'm a family guy. I had no idea. <laughs> you could have fooled me. That's three points for <laughs> Logan. Goofy? All right. <laughs> you could have fooled yep. me. <laughs> I did it. Make it loaf. <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> yep, In, I killed him. Uh, Season nine, episode one. How many on. freaking seasons are there of There's nine. They keep getting bigger. There's nine. We went in chronological order of the episode. Oh. It, it's season nine. This, that's the last season. This is question four of round three. Season nine, episode one, The Butter Shave. George begins working at a company named Play Now. He leaves after seven days when his co-workers discover that he has been faking a disability in order to get access to a private restroom. In what oh, year geez. was the Americans with Disabilities Act passed? Oh. 1975. Ooh, that is incorrect. Yeah, I don't think it was that long ago. I think it was like 2003. Ooh, that is also incorrect. <laughs> I'm going to go 1990. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. That is exactly correct, Logan. Is it really? 1990. I, I know that because of what my mom does for her job. She literally yeah, works was, with people I, with disabilities. After I read that one, I was like, I think Logan didn't know the answer to that question. <laughs> I haven't even thought about the challenge question. Oh, what? You forgot about the challenge question? I just haven't thought about it. All right. Well, I've been thinking about <laughs> it. Are you challenging that question? No. All right. Then I guess we're moving on to the final question. Is everybody ready? Oh, shoot. Yeah. Let's do it. In the series finale, Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer are arrested and sentenced to one year in jail after not intervening while watching and filming a carjacking in Latham, Massachusetts, under what was described as a Good Samaritan law. There are real laws called Good Samaritan laws, but rather than referring to a law compelling to someone to intervene in an ongoing crime, these laws often usually protect people in what sort of situation? Uh, Sam, they protect people when they try to help, but end up doing something bad instead. Uh, that is correct. Ding, dong, ding, dong, ding. Wow. If you believe someone is in need of help or distress and you act out of good faith, you're protected from like civil law suits. And I think so, yeah, maybe so some you, like, criminal kill lawsuits. someone by trying to do CPR. If you are, yes. Their family can't sue you if you were genuinely mm -hmm. trying to help. And like if you ha I think you have to have a CPR certification, probably. Yeah. If right. you like actually have some semblance yeah, of, but, to know what you're doing. That is yeah. interesting. All right. What are our totals at, everybody? Oh, wait. Do we have uh, – do we want to – anyone – Want to go back and challenge a question? Nobody did that. I think I... Well, that depends on what they have. I have 12 currently. I also have 12. Oh, no. <laughs> Alec? I have five. Five. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, had, I had like one when I was intestine. I did terrible. <laughs> Cameron, do you have one that you're considering? <sighs> no. Even if you guys both lose and I win, I still have less than you. So. <laughs> right. I, I, I will challenge only if Cameron does. 
Yeah, but you have to promise. We, we, win or, we win or lose together, Logan. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, no, you don't have to do the same one as me. I just don't oh, want to point. challenge one and then you'd be like, eh, nah, never mind. Because then Sam, the odds are just re- against me. Okay. Sam, can we can we get a recap of just the answers? Uh, Yeah, sure. <laughs> 86% uh, 1938 and Henry Lowe's book Cricket Home and Chinese uh, The New York Mets uh, Severe Combined Immunodeficiency Big Bombs Rudy w- The Watergate Proceedings uh, True In regards to <laughs> uh, Catcher Blocking Against Ronnie's Path The Renaissance Donnie Osmond uh, True In regards to the New York Times reporting on Mr. Feichner's uh, demise Malaysia Paradise by the Dashboard Light 1990 And then the last one about Good Santa there were like three I was thinking of. There's two that I'm considering. I don't know if <clears throat> I think Malaysia is correct. I just don't know why it doesn't. That's what there, I was gravitating towards as well. There is no it, reason for me to think that isn't true. I thought Malaysia was part that's, of Indonesia. That's how they get you. Uh, no. <laughs> Malaysia is a country. I know it's a country. <laughs> I just thought it was part of Indonesia. Yeah. Or it was. They're close. Well, well that wouldn't is a, prevent it. Indonesia is a country. Indonesia is not a continent, Cameron. <laughs> I know Indonesia is that plot like chain of islands. It's also a country. It's all, yeah, it's a country. <laughs> it's a different country than Malaysia. <laughs> the two I'm, I'm considering are I I really thought it was tuberculosis. I really did, and then true, <laughs> the the one where about blocking the base runner's path because like I just I feel like that like should obviously be true that they're not allowed to do that. So it wouldn't come up as like an interesting fact unless it was the opposite of what you would think. Yeah, or Sam's just made an easy a trivia question. Or yeah, Sam's you know playing. what? I'm gonna say egg rolls. Egg rolls. Okay, so <laughs> Alex's official thing is egg rolls. Cameron, are you challenging? I don't want to. Okay, but <laughs> are I think- you? <laughs> It would be more fun if you did. I was just about to say for the content. Let's I mean, all guess different things so we have a better chance of getting it right. <laughs> yeah. I think it's tuberculosis. Okay, Logan's official thing is that he doesn't believe me about severe combined immunodeficiency <laughs> and that it's tuberculosis. All right. Sounds made up. I don't think I agree with. Challenge the existence of Malaysia. Cameron. <laughs> yeah, since that's really the only answer I remember at this point, I don't think it's Malaysia. Okay, so Alec, yours is just a recap. Egg rolls. Egg rolls. So egg rolls, Malaysia, true. and true in regards to the base runner. All of you no, wait, no, are tuberculosis. incorrect. No, oh, wait, tuberculosis. Well, nonetheless, all of you are incorrect. <laughs> no. Damn. In reality, I lied to you about the demise of one S. Feichmir. Oh. In reality... In 1895, the New York Times reported that S. Feichmir died after getting an infection from a paper cut he received on his tongue after licking an envelope. Mm. I hate it when that happens. So it was still an envelope-related death. But there's some... Oh, I'm thinking about anthrax in envelopes, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You don't have to lick those ones, though. (laughs) That just happens. That was like after 9-11, wasn't it? There's a whole bunch of like anthrax mail. Yeah, that's what I was They mailed them to a bunch of important people. People like send anthrax to like senators and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. just any time. Or fake things that looked like anthrax, too. When was um, the Unabomber? Was that the 90s? Ted Kaczynski? The only things I know in the entire universe are the 15 questions I just asked you. I feel like the Venn diagram of our collective knowledge is doesn't stretch. He was very arrested far. in 1996. It, it, it really doesn't. We, he was arrested <laughs> in 1996. So, and then the Industrial Atlant- Society the, in its future was published in 1995 in the Washington Post. 
yeah, but I mean, he was active bombing. Like he was actively doing for several years. Yeah, bombs, since so. for before since nineteen seventy eight was when he started. Wow. Yeah, he did Jesus it over a long Christ. time. Um, who was the Atlanta bomber? They thought it was uh that oh your security that guard. Richard Jewell is the name of yeah. that guy. I don't know the no, real guy's name. No, you're thinking of that oh, vape oh, no. thing that looks like a USB drive. Okay. Okay. Here we go. All right. Well, I think we're pulling into the station, guys. <laughs> Let's just end this now. All right. That's all the time we have. I think everybody... That was a fun. Uh, I'm, yeah. You guys know a lot more about Seinfeld than I thought you did. For yeah, guys I'm, who've I'm never surprised seen I got any points. <laughs> you guys those were, good, those were, were so good scared I when I said two. Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> I ended with nine. I did too. I have nine. Oh, yeah. Congrats, you guys. Good job. Who, I think that's yes, the first yeah. double win, probably. Oh, yeah. Do, do, do we have a tiebreaker here. situation? If you want. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right. You didn't come up with one? Give me a second. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, I was content to split this victory. Now now my heart rate is up. I, this is a very low so stakes situation. A shootout now. All right. Logan, we both have to drive to the midpoint between our two locations, and whoever gets there quickest wins. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be, be somewhere, wherever we somewhere meet? Somewhere in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> All right. Wherever we meet. Probably be somewhere in Western Pennsylvania. But whoever gets there first, whoever gets Logan. There first. In 2007, Jerry Seinfeld was nominated for a Golden Globe Award for Best Animated Feature Film for what movie? Uh, no! I know it. I know it. Uh, oh, I did I didn't know the buzzer was still active. I didn't. I wasn't even going to do a buzzer. I thought you were. I was shout respecting out. the rules by not saying anything. Buzz in then. I did. Cameron's oh. first. Did I buzz? Yeah. Yeah. Cock monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just call? Alex, not on the air. What the yeah, come on. It's already oh. marked explicit. <laughs> he plays. An animated character. As How soon do you as not you know that? Uh, this is amazing. Can I just that let you know that? Can I please just no. answer? Logan, just answer it. Answer it. It's no, the B movie. B movie. Thank you. It was B movie. Uh, Logan yeah. wins. That was 100 <laughs> points. Oh my gosh! I was I, thinking. Oh, that John's gonna get mad about that. Right. Logan entered hundred and nine points. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was thinking of Manny John from Ice that Age. Down. Write John, write that John. Logan has hundred and nine <laughs> points. Yes, it's real. It's real. All right. Uh, I was thinking about <laughs> who's the guy who played Ra- Ray Romano. Hey, Ray, we're thinking of Ray <laughs> Romano. <laughs> I was thinking about oh. Ray Romano. Hey Sam, can you give me like pie points? Please, just, just uh, no, to no, mess no. with John. You can get no, points taken away. Oh, okay. Damn. <laughs> Alright. Well, I think we're officially in the station, everybody. Congratulations to Logan for winning with 109 points. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're my idol. Have a good All one. Right, I, See uh... you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.